Hello, and welcome to 30 Days of Grim. In today's episode, find out how the tiny unknown bird gets his title. And have you ever wondered why owls only come out at night? The secret lies in episode 24, The Hedge King. In olden times, each sound still had its sense and meaning. When the blacksmith's hammer resounded, it was crying, Forge me, forge me. When the joiner's plane snarled, it was saying, There it goes, there it goes. If the mill wheels began to rattle, they were saying, Help, Lord God, help, Lord God. And if the miller who set the mill going was a cheat, the wheel would ask slowly, Who is there, who is there? And then answer quickly, the miller, the miller, and finally, he steals brazenly, he steals brazenly, three quarts from a bushel. In those days, birds too had their own speech, which everyone understood. Nowadays, it sounds like twittering, screeching, and whistling, and with some, like music without words. One day, it occurred to the birds that they should elect one from among them to be king. Only one of them, the lapwing, opposed it. Free he had lived, and free he would die, and he withdrew into lonely and unfrequented marshes, and never showed himself again among his kind. Now the birds wanted to talk the matter over, and on a fine May morning they all gathered together from wood and field, eagles and chaffinches, owls and crows, larks and sparrows. How could I name them all? Even the cuckoo came, and the hoopoe, and a very tiny little bird, which as of yet had no name, also mingled with the crowd. The hen, who by some oversight had heard nothing of the whole matter, was astounded at such a great assembly. What, what, what to do, she clucked. But the rooster calmed his beloved hen by saying, Just the rich make the ado, and told her what all the birds were up to. It had been decided that the one who could fly the highest should be elected king. Hearing that, a tree frog sitting in the brushwood cried a warning. Wet, 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 wet because he thought many tears would be shed on account of it. But the crow said, Nonsense! Caca! Everything will pass off in peace and quiet. Since it was a fine morning, the birds thought they should start flying right away, so that nobody could say later on, I could have flown even higher, but night came on. Thus, on a given signal, the whole flock rose into the air. Dust blew up from the field, and there was a mighty swishing and beating of wings, and it looked as if a black cloud were flying across the sky. Before long, the smaller birds were left behind and dropped back to the earth again. The larger birds flew much higher, but none could match the eagle, who rose so high that he could have pecked out the sun's eyes. When he saw that the others could not follow him, he thought, Why should I fly any higher? I am king anyway. And he began to descend again. The birds below all called to him at once, You must be our king. No one has flown higher than you. Except me, cried the little nameless fellow, who had crept in among the eagle's breast feathers. And as he wasn't tired, he rose up so high that he could have seen God sitting on his throne. When he got that far, he folded his wings and drifted down and down, crying with his fine, piercing voice, I am king, I am king. You are king, cried the birds angrily. You flew so high by trick and cunning. So they made another condition. The bird that could bury himself the deepest into the earth should be their king. How the goose with her broad chest smacked against the earth. How quickly the rooster scraped a hole. The duck got the worst of it when she jumped into a ditch, sprained her legs, and waddled off to a nearby pond, crying, Dirty work! Dirty work! 
but the nameless little bird found himself a mouse hole, slid down into it, and cried out in his piping voice, I am king, I am king. You are king, cried the birds, even more angry than before. Do you think your tricks are going to count? Then they resolved to keep him in his hole and let him starve to death. The owl was placed on guard in front of it and was not to let the trickster out if she valued her life. When evening came and the birds, feeling very tired after all their exertion, went to bed with their wives and children, the owl alone remained standing at the mouse hole, gazing steadfastly into it with her big eyes. Eventually, she too got tired and thought to herself, I can easily shut one eye and stay awake with the other in order to keep the little scoundrel in his hole. So she shut one eye and with the other she stared steadily into the mouse hole. The little fellow was about to pop his head out and slip away, but the owl at once stepped forward and drew his head back again. Then the owl opened the one eye again and shut the other, intending to shut them in turns at all that night. But when she shut the one eye, she forgot to open the other, and the moment both eyes were shut, she fell asleep. The little chap inside the hole soon noticed and slipped away. Since that day, the owl may no longer be seen by day, for fear of the other birds may tear at her coat. She flies only by night and hunts for mice because they make such crafty holes. Nor is the little bird too keen to show himself, for here it might cost him his life if he were to be caught. He hops in about the hedges, and if he is quite safe, he calls from time to time, I am king, I am king. And that is why the other birds call him mockingly the Hedge King. <laughs>